podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this Fatback Four Daily for Saturday, the sixth of July. Um, not much going on transfer wise. I'm going to be honest with you, straight from the off. Uh, but look, we have a few bits to get through, and and as I said, all your comments lash them all in and whatever way it goes it goes we just we start chatting and see where it takes us for the next 25 minutes or so um first of all first up most importantly this one today is brought to you by another excellent sponsor of ours uh it's brought to you by more than a game and uh, more than a game is a company that does uh, liverpool merch again it does key rings cups mugs t-shirts everything um loads of different loads of different bits um get onto them on Twitter at more than a game UK or on on your web at uh That's Um get on to them, they're really good, um really good stuff. They'll be they be giving us a prize in the next couple of weeks as well. So if you stay tuned and there's prizes coming next week and the week after and the week after that. Um but look, get on to them, they're really good. Um I'm on time again. Yeah, I am good. Uh it was definitely Grizz that was causing us to be late, definitely. Um, Paul Tavely has just called me Daz. Um, I'm going to have to block Paul for that. Uh, money messing with you. I'm not going to block anyone. Um, but look, uh, yeah, so that's that's the sponsor of More Than A Game. Get on there on Twitter. And you'll, if you go onto the Twitter at More Than A Game UK, <clears throat> you'll find everything you need to know about them, all their, all their merch and all their different bits and pieces that they do. What are we going to start with? Oh, sorry, quickly. If you're watching this, Okay, you're watching it on Periscope, you're watching it on YouTube. Um, do me a favor, follow us on Periscope, follow us, go and subscribe to us on YouTube at LFC Day Trippers channel. Subscribe there, the more people we get subscribed, the more people that will listen, watch, comment, the more arguments we can have, the more debates we can have, and, and different things like that. So that's just a quick call out for that. Just please, just, just follow us on Twitter, follow us on Periscope, subscribe on YouTube. Um, you get all our stuff on Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. All our stuff is there. You can get us on Spotify. You can get us everywhere. So, look, just if you can follow us wherever you can and tell your friends, tell all your Liverpool department friends. And, look, the more people we get on this, the better because it leads to more um, it leads to more debate and stuff like that. <clears throat> One of the lads says he misses the Fatback Four with Grizzly and Matt. Um, we need the full crew back. We're going to do our best to do that for you. promise. Um, Grizz, 
he's not well at the moment. Uh, he's he's a little bit under the weather, but he'll be back for an all for Monday, I'd say. Matt is in Dubai. He lives in Dubai. Um, he's busy going to weddings and different things like that at the moment. Ian is up to his eyes at work, but look, we will do our best to fo- try to get the four of us back on at some stage. The Fatback Four Pod will uh will try and <clears throat> do a weekly show. We're just working out what times and stuff are best for us. Right, moving on. Let's get on to it. Um, first thing, Bobby Firmino signed for Liverpool on this day, 2015, four years ago. Um, what a signing um, from Hoffenheim. Um, he's, in my opinion, he's probably the first name on the team sheet. Um, I think Klopp is so dedicated to having Bobby Firmino. Um, I just want to know, first question for all of you, your favourite Bobby Firmino moment. It can be a goal, it can be a bit of trickery, it can be a celebration, it can be anything. Um, just, you know, send it in and uh, we'll have a chat. We may jump from topic back to Bobby Firmino, but that's what we do. We don't do structure here. We just, we, we, we take it as it comes and see how it goes. So Bobby Firmino, an excellent signing for Liverpool. Um, four years at the club now, an integral part of us winning the Champions League last season. He's going to be an integral part of us going back, going forward. So your favourite Bobby Firmino moment, throw it in there and we'll keep jumping back and forward as we go. Um, <coughs> pre-season is back. Um, I think everyone was in this morning. I've seen a couple of uh, videos on the uh, LFC official Twitter page. Uh, Klopp arriving and Melwood meeting the staff. Um, he meets Sepp van den Berg who is he's a big lad him isn't he he's, he's a big lad like Klopp's Klopp's no um, Klopp's no major but uh, this young lad Sepp big lad had a nice little chat with Klopp and yeah let's see how he goes um, me and Sean were having a discussion this morning Sean he reckons he's he's forced team material I don't think so I, I think it's if he makes three three starts this season I think he'd be doing well but we'll see how it goes um, and who gets the bragging rights between uh, me and Sean um, most people will back Sean because he's beautiful and um Alison Becker takes his looks from Shawnee. So if if you want to back Shawnee, I've I've no issue with that. Um yeah, so the season is back. Just a tweet there about twenty five minutes ago come out and um, they're doing the laps of Melwood. Um and uh, surprisingly, uh James Milner is the fittest of them all. He uh pips Joe Gomez for um for the best at doing laps around Melwood, the lactate test he call it apparently. They start taking pieces of your ear off at the end and everything, so uh, James Milner, a machine as usual. Um, he's out. He's off and running. It's it's July the sixth, and James Milner looks ready. He was running up hills and stuff the other day. So James Milner has been keeping himself in very very good shape. Uh, Chris Gleason says the best Bobby moment the goal against City, the lob after he bullied Stones. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, that one I thought there was going to be a free out given, but uh, nice shoulder, beautiful chip. It took an age to go in. I think it was it might have been Danilo. Um, was it Danilo trying to get back? I'm not too sure, but yeah, it was a good one in off the post. Um, uh, Royal Lukeman says, do you think it's possible Liverpool will not do any business in the summer? No, um, I was on Radio City Talk yesterday, and they were asking me the exact same question, um, and I set out straight two or three signings. I think it'll be three. Um, I genuinely believe that, uh, but, as I said, but against that, Klopp's the main man. Klopp knows what he wants. He knows what he needs. He knows the ability his players have. Some fans may not like that with with, with regards to certain players, but look, he's he's um, Klopp knows what he's at. You know, he, he's I think he's enough credit in the bank for us to say, yeah, look, if he, for argument's sake, if he goes and signs one this summer, he has enough credit in the bank to to 
to allow him to go and do that and, and see where we go. People are going to get spooked by the likes of City doing doing bits that they've already done and will probably do more. Spurs are doing a bit. United are doing, will do a bit. Arsenal, I don't know what they're at. Chelsea can't do anything. They've made a mad announcement in Lampard being their manager. But look, us and City were miles ahead of everyone else last season. If we say it the consistency we are, I think it'll be still 10, 15 points better than anybody else around us. Um, age doesn't affect Milner. No, it doesn't seem to. Um, he's about four years younger than me, and my Jesus, it's, it's night and day. Like I couldn't do a lap of Melwood, never mind what, what he's at. He's, a, he's an absolute machine. He's a, he's a model professional. And um, look, Milner has a year left on his deal, and i seen somebody the other day... And I'm sorry, I apologise, I can't remember who, I think it was an article that was written saying, um, you know, Milner to stay on forward at the club. Listen, if Milner wants to stay on another year, like, and he knows that the legs, it might be catching up on him, he's great to have around the place, you know. He's a perfect candidate to be some sort of coach at Liverpool and to be involved in the, in the around the first team squad for, for years to come because his mentality and the way he speaks and, you know, he gees the lads up. He knows what to say. He knows what way to approach things. He's 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 excellent. You know, people had their doubts about Milner. I think he signed the same summer as as Firmino, and things were a bit patchy under under um, Rogers and a little bit under Klopp, I suppose. When he and then he done a season at left back, which was I thought he was outstanding. And then he was there was worries about him again, but he comes back stronger. Milner is is the model model professional, and for him to win a Champions League with Liverpool, I think tops off everything at Liverpool for him. He got what he deserved and. For me, to have him around for a couple of years more as a player or a coach, yeah, I'm all for it. Absolutely all for it. Um, my wish list, um, left full and best 12 forward. Left full, yeah. If you can find the right one to fit in, the, you know, the squad status where Robertson is number one, there's no doubt about that. But if you can find somebody that can push Robertson, listen, push Robertson all the way. The more you push Robertson, the impression I get is that Robertson will just react and, and get better and better. A versatile forward, you need to be careful with the word versatile. I think I don't want somebody that is okay at a couple of positions. I'd like somebody that's really, really good in one position or really, really good in two or three positions. This is why I've championed Feck here. Um, probably this year more than last year, I think, just watching what we've done last year and what uh, Feck here could bring to the party. Um, Pepe, for instance, asks uh, Barrett... If Herb will only go for Pepe if someone leaves. I'm not too sure. I think Liverpool are in the position where they can bring some bring the likes of a Pepe in and it complements what we have there already. And listen, you have to, it's a squad game. I keep saying this, it's a squad game. Not not for the last couple of games of the season when you're trying to rest players because you might have a Champions League semi final or a final. It's a squad game day one. And if you can rotate effectively from day one, you you just get stronger and stronger as the season goes on. When squads that aren't as big, a la sports will drop off. You know, so it's a squad game. If Pepe can come in and be as good as people suggest he is, yeah, I'm all for that. Put him in there and, and let's see how we get on. Um, yeah, the first game of the season, or the first game of pre-season, sorry, is next Thursday. It's away to Tramiera, Prenton Park. Um, there's an interesting one this morning with regards to Kevon Kelleher. He broke a wrist. He's had to have, um, he's had to have surgery. He's going to miss pre-season. It leaves Liverpool in a little bit of a conundrum. I think Gabar is, is still away. I think Mignolet might be... I'm not too sure if Mignolet is back, but obviously Alisson is still away. Um, so it's it's interesting to see what way it goes for the goalkeeper over the pre-season. And also for the season ahead, you know, with this guy missing pre-season, if he's out for 
could be six to eight weeks could it be with a broken wrist i'm not i'm not no sort of medic but six to eight weeks maybe um before he can probably train um you know it does it put a little bit of doubt into the future of Mignolet a lot of people thought Mignolet might leave me included but we might need to revise that because of you know what's happened with with Kevon Kelleher who was the third goalkeeper in the squad for the Champions League and and would look to be the successor to Mignolet should he leave as number two at Liverpool so um yeah it's it's a little a little bit strange look we wish Kelleher all the best we hope he's back as, as soon as possible um you know it's 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 one of those things. It's an unfortunate injury, but it's one you can come back from. You know, the last one I can remember was um, was Carius broke a finger in pre-season, was out for a little while, and I think that hindered him a little bit because he was coming back into. He didn't get that pre-season where he could really get his feet under the table, and it might have affected Carius going forward. Now we all know what happened, you know, subsequently with Carius, but I hope Kelleher gets back. Um, I hope Carius comes back, or not Carius, Kelleher comes back. As quick as possible, fighting fit and uh, back into the squad where he's been for the majority of last season. Uh, Shakiri has a calf injury, and um, he picked that up on international duty for Switzerland. He will be back and he will be assessed by the Liverpool medics, but should be okay in a couple of weeks apparently. Um, Nabi <clears throat> Keita has been assessed by the Liverpool medics. Um, you know, it's it's one of those where he should be okay again for pre-season. I really hope he is. I think he's one that needs. A good pre-season with Liverpool and hit the ground running in pre-season. Never mind four days of the season. I think Naby Keita needs to be flying, absolutely flying, come the start of the season. But he's been assessed. Apparently everything's all not okay with him, but he will be okay. Um, come the start of the American tour, I think. Um, we have Tramier on Thursday. Then we go to Bradford away. So you're going to see a lot of fringe players. Those lads that have turned up yesterday, today, sorry for training. Um, I know the likes of. The likes of Milner is in there, Klein is in there, Gomez is in there, Matip is in there. But you're going to see a lot of fringe players, the likes of Cortis Jones. Hopefully, Bruce that gets a chance. Um, but look, we'll see how we'll see how it goes with regards to them. Um, one that thing that popped up today, um, I seen it and it was interesting because um, the lads were talking about this maybe a week or two ago. It was Danny Alves, um, Steve Brown uh, was chatting about him and he was. All over Danny Alves as a possible Liverpool signing. Me, myself, honestly, I didn't think so. I think the amount of money he would be looking for and the game time he may be looking for could influence and affect Trent's progression. I think Trent, you know, he nailed himself as number one right back for Liverpool and possibly for England. Um, but Danny Alves, what do you think? Danny Alves, anyone take Danny Alves? I think left back is more of an issue. For us, um, I really do. I think it's, you know, we have players there that can go right back, although I'm not a fan of Joe Gomez going there. And somebody's mentioned Fabinho, saying he's going to be fantastic next season. I don't really want to see um, Fabinho there either. So, listen, maybe maybe a look at Danny Alves. As I said, I was one that kind of said no to it. A couple of lads said yes to it. Um, what do you think? Danny Alves, throw in, your in, in the comments there and we'll have a chat about it. Any more good for me now? Any more good for me in your moments? Keep them, keep, uh, keep throwing them in there. Paul Tavely asks, who goes out on loan next season? Um, it's an interesting one. Woodbourne is probably one. Curtis Jones is probably one. Um, Wilson is up in the air. There's genuinely three options for Wilson. He could, he could fly in pre-season and we decide to give him a chance in the squad. He could go out on loan. Could be sold. Ryan Kent, it looks like... Um, 
Ryan Kent looks like he is making a move away. He's been linked. I think he was linked with Leeds yesterday. Um, Rangers are still on his tail. I think. He, I think he'll end up. I think he'll end up being sold. But there's a couple of players there that can go out on loan. We'll have to wait and see. It'll all depend on how the tour goes in America. How the lads are feeling coming back. You know, Klopp is going to have to assess this and assess it quite quickly. You know, he doesn't have a lot of time. I think the last game, late July, is the last game for in America, and then we have the Charity Shield coming up. I think we have a game between America and the Charity Shield as well. So he's going to have to assess this quite quickly. But you can expect probably four or five lads to, to go out on loan that were probably on the fringes last season or coming through. Uh, Van der Berg, I don't think he'll go on loan. Um, Shawnee, although <laughs> I'm having this argument with Shawnee all morning, um, I think I think he will be in and around it um, simply because of the amount of games he's played in Holland. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, Cleverson was the former Brazil player that, that had mentioned Danny Alves. Would you take Danny Alves? That's all I'm asking. Two questions today. Would you take Danny Alves? And your favourite Firmino moment. Throw them in there, um, whether you're on YouTube or whether you're on Periscope, and uh, we'll have a chat about it. Um, James Pierce, um, last day at the Echo yesterday. Now, James um, James is a terribly nice guy. Um, I'm going to tell you that for nothing. Um, I've had the pleasure of speaking to him once or twice. Terribly nice guy. Um, he leaves the Echo. I don't know where he's going. I don't think anyone knows where he's going. Um, but also the Trippers would like to wish him well. Um, I know he gets an awful lot of stick from certain Liverpool fans because of his opinions on transfers and when he when he gives out news, you know, bad news, Pierce as they call them. But look, James has been there for is he there since he's probably there about eight years at the Echo and he's done brilliant work. He does, he's been on podcasts. He's been on he's done bits and pieces for us. He's always been helpful whenever asked. Um, we wish him the best of luck. One quote that came from um, from James Pierce. In an interview, I think it was yesterday, he quoted Klopp when, he, when Klopp said there was no need to spend what was spent last year. Um, interesting, very interesting. But you have to remember, we did spend a lot last year. Um, I don't think we spend as much as we did last year, but I, I don't think we're doing this 20, 30 million. I, I really don't. Uh, but look, let's see what goes. Uh, somebody says they, would, they wouldn't take Danny Alves. Then we have one saying they would. Um, I think he splits opinion because not because of the type of player he is or or the personality he is. I think it's it's the money that he'd be looking for, and as well as that, listen, if Danny Alves come in on a, on a decent money, decent money for Liverpool, a decent structure to it, um, and was willing to go in and and, and help Trent Alexander Arnold, but wouldn't scupper Alexander Arnold's progress in this Liverpool soil. Yeah, I have no problem. Paul Tavley says no to Alves, too expensive. His, his experience would be great. Uh, uh, but we do we need to spend the money just for that? Yeah, it's a fair point. Um I think the money would be the big thing to if if, if he was a, if he was to agree to come in and be a player that pushes and helps Trent and covers when needed and, and maybe play some games, give Trent a rest and the and they help each other out throughout the season great, but it'd have to be on the right money. Um Somebody says here, sometimes I lie in bed all day crying, eating chomps. Jesus, the chomper. Um, there used to be one in Ireland, I don't know if anyone else got it, it was called a smiley, which was a chomp or it was orange flavour. Um, I know that has nothing to do with Liverpool or football, but look, you put the comment in there, I'll go with it, I'll go with it all day. Um, don't get us started on favourite chocolate or nostalgic, uh, nostalgic <laughs> chocolate. We'll be here all day. Uh, toffee chomps. Yeah, they they were they were caramel. They were caramel with chocolate on top of them. They were flat bar. They were about 
10 pence years ago. Um, but yeah, there was a smiley version, as I said, an orange flavour, but we're not we're not getting to Look, if you want to throw in your favourite ever chocolate bar, walk away. I don't mind, I really don't. It's Saturday. Um, there's very little happening in Liverpool transfer-wise and stuff like that, so so throw it in there. But um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to the um, I'm looking forward to the start of pre-season, and um, we'll all be we'll all be um, watching these games. Uh, the Bradford and the Tramier game is fine, and then it goes over to America and we're staying up all um, all night watching Liverpool. I might if if you want, I might watch a few games live, and we'll have a chat while the game is on. If you're up for that, I've no problem doing that. I usually sit up. Have one or two drinks, watch the game, have a chat while we're watching the game. I done it last year. We had a bit of fun with it. Um, it's not something I do all season, but it's something I do in pre-season, in uh, pre-season. So if you want to do that, just let me know. Yeah, I've no problem being on screen and watching the match and having it on the background. And we'll all have a drink together and, and a, a bit of crack. Uh, Fredo Bar says Paul Tavely. Um, well, the problem with Fredo's was they were about five pence when they came out, and I think you're paying about sixty-five cent in in Dublin. Um, I don't know how much they are in, in pence. Um, but the Fredo went through the roof, and then his caramel friend came out, and and that wasn't good either. Um, it just forced forced the, the prices up. Um, am I looking forward to preseason? Absolutely, I always do. I always look forward to preseason. I look not not the not the star players we have. I look I like to watch players that are around the fringes are coming through and seeing how they're getting on and and seeing if there's anybody there that can burst through and and you know be the next trend or. or Come in, come in like Robertson and Floyd. You know, I'm I'm really interested in that. Um, good to see the boys back in Melwood. Absolutely, it only feels like yesterday that we were winning European Cups, but um, no, time goes so fast. Um, a caramel Fredo was twenty five pence now, says Barrett. Um, robbery, absolute robbery. That's about thirty two cent, which is crazy that they started at fucking eight eight cents or ten cents, mad. Um. Caramel Fredo used to be called a Tazbar. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, was it? Yeah, it was. Probably was. Yeah, Tazbar's were all right. Um, chocolate was a bit harder than them, but other than that, I can't believe we're doing this, but we are. Um, a moral bar, somebody else says, nah, morals are okay. Boosts were nicer. The star bar is even nicer than that again. Uh, there we go. Star bar coming straight in, just as I'm saying that. Um, the lads the lads watching this won't be impressed that I'm talking chocolate on a Saturday instead of football, but listen, it's their show. Me and all of you, we can do what we want. Um... Pepe, any news on Pepe? Yeah, um, it's it's still the same stuff that came out from their their president. Um, now there was a thing on the Echo site this morning saying that Liverpool are are in talks with agents or preparing. It's all this kind of preparing bids and stuff like that. I don't think anything happens till after the African Nations Cup and the Copa America ends with regards to any player. And I said it before and I say it again: these tournaments end, and then one big transfer happens, and everyone sees where the light lands. And and then we then we get going um, on 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 transfers properly. I think a couple of teams have got in there early and done a bit of business. Madrid have done a bit of business. Um, you know, they've done one. Sports have done two. Atletico Madrid have gone mad. That that's a crazy situation, isn't it? With Atletico Madrid, they've they've signed that Joe Felix, isn't it, for one hundred and twenty five odd million. They've given them the number seven jersey, and then they've decided to tell Barcelona they want all the money up front. They basically signed all these players and forgot to sell their asset that they needed to sell. Um, Paul Tavey says Shaq needs a good pre-season in my opinion I don't want it to be forgotten about and that's what you fear um, Shakiri, a bit of a rock and a hard place for Shakiri at the moment um, he is it's hard to see him in a 4-3-3 I 
I'd rather him in a kind of a four-two-three-one, but we don't really play a four-two-three-one a lot. But then again, a signing we could make, like a Fernandez or one of these, could see us moving towards those sort of formations for certain games. Um, you never know. But Shakiri, I think Shakiri kind of needs to find himself a position on the pitch and and nearly stick to it. Although we like players that are versatile. I'd love to say Shakiri plays off the right every so often and Salah goes up front to give Bobby a rest and, and things like that. And then you can say, yeah, look, if, if Bobby needs a rest, we can put Salah up there because Shakiri's playing great down that side. I think he's moved around a little bit. He loses his way. And, you know, don't get me wrong, the likes of Salah, Mane, Firmino, so versatile. Milner, um, Henderson even, so versatile. But Shakiri probably needs to find a spot on the pitch and, and go from there. He's injured as well. He's... Um, there's a comment there yeah he has a calf injury at the minute I don't think it's anything major I think he'll be okay um, does anyone think we are interested in Fernandez? it's a strange one it's dragging on a bit like the lit now um, I've seen somebody on Twitter saying this is this is becoming as boring as the lit again there might be behind the scenes chats and informal chats uh, you know there's, there's a couple of Twitter accounts reporting that uh, personal details have been agreed Um with, and we got information saying personal details were great with the player and agent. Um, but now it's saying that the agent's on his way to England to discuss with three clubs. It could be just a case of him getting more money. There's no doubt the stuff going on in the background, but I don't think anything solid will happen until these international um, tournaments end. Um, and then and then the players get back. All these all these distractions are out of the way, and then clubs can prop, properly do business. But you see, it's usually a domino effect. And for argument's sake, Lille probably want to get one or two signings in before they sell Pepe. Sporting Lisbon, the same with uh, Fernandez. You know, all these different things. So there's loads of different elements to this. So I, I think one of the biggest ones is the international tournaments. And look, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um, there's no more chocolate bar talk coming up on the screen, which is good. Well, it wasn't. It was I enjoyed it. Um, but that's ended. Um, the Firmino moments, we only got one or two. Um, Firmino moment for me. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain at home when he scores that last late late winner um, massive for us uh, subsequently when you look at how the group went massive for us but just overall his his interaction with players um, is the way he celebrates his goals and other goals just constantly has a smile on his face he's his work rate you know he's, he's excellent he's an excellent excellent player for Liverpool and look, long may it continue um, that's my word on Firmino um, we'll call her a day there that's us for the Saturday we'll be back tomorrow um, I'm trying to get Grizzly out of a sick bed to come in and have a chat with me but um, he, between being sick and trying to um, buy himself a, a bicycle um, he's extremely extremely busy uh, the Stoke screamer for Bobby yeah the one over the top and he lashes her in the, in the top of the net and then throws off the jersey and goes everywhere it's mad when you're watching the highlights and some of them he has the number 11 jersey on and some of them he has the number 9 um, and then you can kind of you know, in your own mind, remember at what time and what year that was. Um, but yeah, that was a belter. That was a belter. Um, yeah, we leave it there. As I said, today's show came to you from More Than A Game. On Twitter, at More Than A Game UK. And uh, online, uk. Put two hyphens between the LA's as well. But um, if you go and you find them at More Than A Game UK on Twitter, you can find all the links you need. 
for all the shows um for all the bits and pieces they do and we have we have sponsors for every show and yeah we'll be back next week all the sponsors that have been on this week i'd like to thank them all they'll all be back again next week um grizz is busy on twitter um not really he's not really that busy on twitter um he's he's fairly quiet um as i said he's he's trying to sort himself out with a bicycle that's that's a true story um but look that's been us that's been the fatback for daily thanks a million for joining us um thanks for all your comments thanks for the chocolate talk uh thanks for the Firmino talk um share this share it with your friends subscribe on youtube find us on spotify you can download it on your on your podcast apps thanks a million for your support all week um it's been the fourth week of this we're trying to do this and grow it as we go um, thanks a million for all your support it's been very very good it's been enjoyable all week we'll be back tomorrow and then we'll be back again on Monday for a brand new week hopefully more concrete news than we've had this week but I'm enjoying the chats anyway whether it's football players chocolate whatever it is I enjoy it so thanks a million see you tomorrow over now so let's say you're into yoga or Pilates or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me either way you know being flexible is key to doing what you love That's why Smoothie King created this Stretch and Flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.